0: uncommon tourist
1: all right here we are
0: here we are
1: i'm kind of excited about this episode this is the redo for uncommon tourist we had the
0: podcast podcast.
1: yeah when we when i started this many years ago it was more of information it was less talkative and it was just like here's 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 the information
0: Boring. Exactly.
1: And then when I met you, I'm like, uh, you're not boring. And I wanted to welcome you to be on this podcast so you can give us your perspective. Um, this is Angie, by the way. Say hello, Angie. Hi, Angie. <laughs> that joke never gets old, does it? <laughs> but yeah, she and I are going to talk about Barcelona well, from a guide's perspective, Angie mostly. I ride my bike, but Angie will walk around the town just kind of sticking her nose in all these little corners of Barcelona. To see what exactly you're going to find so tell me some of the things that you found interesting about barcelona this month
0: well ironically this month i've not been in barcelona that much mm. so i was actually traveling in switzerland for a good portion of the month but i will say coming back to barcelona there's such an interesting energy when you arrive here whether you're traveling or whether you're a resident there's just a sense of hey come as you are like show up there's not a social hierarchy so much. There's not really a fashion hierarchy, which is hugely beneficial for both you and Especially I. Especially <laughs> during
1: the summer. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, did, did you see that? Like, it, like <laughs> should that be covered? But there's just a really welcoming vibe. And I think that's probably one of the nicest things that I've tuned into this month. Um,
1: it's also the start of the new year. Everyone's kind of in a good mood. I've actually even known that, noticed that about Barcelona. It's kind of like, let's get ready get back to work. Barcelona is ready. Barcelona is preparing for a big year. We'll talk about some of the things that are going on in February this month. But yeah, I found a very optimistic vibe right now.
0: Sure. I think, well, it's the start of the calendar year, at least. Mm. For some of us, we, we hold our New Year's for other times. But it will be an interesting year in Barcelona. We have a lot of exhibitions and conferences that happen. There's a lot of music coming into the city as well. Definitely some music we'll check out and Suggest to y'all to come and visit and listen.
1: Alright. Coolest coffee you had in Barcelona in January.
0: Oh, I really like the coffee, it's Saga Coffee Stories. Uh it's a great place to go and sit and have a coffee and I really like the atmosphere. Good co working kind of energy as well. Um Are
1: you a coffee snob?
0: <sighs> can I say that I am a person with coffee preferences. (laughs) Okay, I would say from January to January, January 2023, I was still drinking instant coffee at home. Okay, so I'm, if I pretend to be a coffee snob, I'm like new money. Like I'm one of these these people that inherited a lot of cash and I don't know what the crap I'm doing with it.
1: So we're going to be covering this later um, because I like you, well, I was a coffee drinker when I lived in the States. Then when I moved here, um, I found something called cortados. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend for anyone who is not a coffee drinker to order this short cortado. And it's cortado literally means cut. And it is about a buck twenty, mm-hmm. more or less. And it's really fun. It's a really enjoyable drink. But once you graduate away from that, there is a coffee culture here in Barcelona that we have fallen in love with. And so that's one of the things that we go when we search like, hey, there's a new coffee spot. Let's go check it out. And I always ask for filtered coffee. And mm. I've gotten in trouble for this because some places I go to, and I know that they don't have filtered coffee, but I'm just being a jerk. I'm like, do you have filtered coffee? And they're like, Uh, what's that? So I think uh, we're gonna be talking about this because it's already loaded up as an episode that we're gonna do in the future, but we're gonna be going to one of these locations that's trying to change coffee culture here in Barcelona because most Barcelonans, whenever they drink, I guess this, this is a general statement about Spain, they will talk about cafe con leche. Or mm. coffee con milk or um, coffee with milk mixing up my languages here <laughs> but they will just it's just coffee and milk so it's like a larger version of a cortado but it's just big and fluffy and it's good it's enjoyable it's the normal morning drink but rarely do people drink filtered straight coffee mm. and that's where i will totally raise my coffee snob flag and be like um, this is the way i prefer it
0: I think I think in Scotland we have a different terminology. Like I think the word "snob" you're using with a lot of generosity yourself. Really, but I well, <laughs> I can't find my bleeper button at the moment, so I won't use it. But for sure, I'm. I think during this podcast uh, series, you probably hear a few colorful
1: words. Like what, Andy?
0: Like, white, <laughs> <laughs> but. Maybe you'll just only hear them with the bleeps. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. That's going to be fun to listen to. All right. So I'm going to talk about this one place that I went. I'm learning that in this process of coffee, I have become a huge fan of coffee from Ethiopia. And I found a place here called Orocio. And it is amazing. They are a, com- uh, they're a family that grows it in Colombia. And they're extended all the way. So they grow it. They bring it here. They roast it in a town called Mandresa, which is right outside of Barcelona then they sell either per cup or they'll sell their bags in, in grano or in, in bulk to where you can grind it at home, which is my preference. But I went and bought a bag from them and fell in love with this coffee. Look in the notes below and you'll find a link to their shop. And if you're here in Barcelona and you find it, sometimes you will find that their coffee is also being sold in restaurants mm. because it's so good. Restaurants are even proud to serve it there. So if you, if you see the name, it's, it's spelled O-S-O. R-I-O. And it's so worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's actually a very nice cup of coffee.
1: So what's coming up in February?
0: February is... Well, February is an interesting month because we have the World... Mobile Congress? Yes, thank you. The World Mobile Congress is here. And that's towards the end of the month. So that usually brings a lot of interesting people here for business. But I think it brings a really nice energy to the city as well. There's a lot more people doing tours and exploring around... Um, so that's quite a kind of lively time.
1: From a tour guide perspective, that's kind of the kickoff of the year for us.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for us, we're like bloodthirsty. Yeah, <laughs> <standing yeah. laughs> in the, Please kind of, come back. It's kind come of come like the start of the Lion King. It's like no one gives a <laughs> crap about Simba being held up. We're all just like eyeing up the gazelle like, damn, <laughs> it's lunchtime. So that's fun.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is really strange here in Barcelona during the Mobile Congress because everything is an ad. Mm. The Metro has ads. The buses have ads. The whatever you name it have ads. I mean, all the big guys show up, Apple and Samsung. And uh, they want to show their best good. They want to show their best phones. They want to show their best innovations. So Barcelona becomes a real playground for this, and it's really fun to watch. Another thing that I am excited about is... It is the time for the festival of Santa Eulalia, Santa Eulalia, and mm. she was Barcelona's first patron saint, and Barcelona has two patron saints. Uh, one is Santa Eulalia that I just mentioned. She became famous because the Romans would make her a martyr, but the second one is called La Merce, and the Merced takes place in September, but we'll wait till September to talk about that one. But for right now, Santa Eulalia is going to be going on this month. So keep your eyes open. We'll put a link in the notes so you can check that out and see all the festivities that's going to be going on here with Santa Eulalia.
0: There's also the LUM Festival, which is the Festival of Lights. Uh, I think that's in Puebla, right? It is. Mm. And and this
1: is, it's free. Yeah. Um, The LUM Festival. My favorite
0: flavor. How wonderful. (laughs) (laughs)
1: This is free. And what they do is basically turn Puebla now into a big projector. They have all these different lights doing these different type of installations, and you can walk around the city, and they tell you where to go to see the different types of installations, and it's so worth it. All the locals go because it's such a big event. It's a whole weekend. It goes on for three days. Uh, We'll put a link in the show notes as well for this, and if you're in town and you're going to show up somehow, some way, this coming up, please go check that out. It's free, it's nice because you can walk around with a cup of coffee, meet new people, mix with the locals. It's a lot of fun.
0: I think the other big thing at this time of year is Carnival, which is the 8th to the 14th of February, which is kind of like a popular thing in most of Central Europe Carnival season. It's not a big thing in the UK, so for me, I didn't grow up with this i only met this as a concept when i was living in germany and (laughs) to be honest it was a great time to get out of a city (laughs) it's like oh great the streets are full of people throwing candies and dressed up and dancing all night Uh, that is a great theory and makes for a great disney movie but as a reality as a residence, it's something's a little bit intense
1: well the carnaval here is really cool because the kids get really into it they're this is their halloween Mm. So they get dressed up, they go to schools, you'll see them walking in the streets with their costumes on. And um, also on local television here in Barcelona, they will show the carnival. Like the parade? The parade going on in Sitges. Yeah. Oh. So down in Sitges, which is about 30 miles away from here, they have a huge parade. And uh, it's shown here on local television. So you can see Sicces. So it's it's a pretty big deal. Then, of course, you have Carnaval in Brazil and then the Mm -hmm. Mardi Gras going on in New Orleans or where it was started in Mobile, Alabama. And, uh, yeah, they celebrate it here as well, Fat Tuesday, and uh, get ready for Lent.
0: Oh, yeah, which, well, okay, we do have this in the UK, Pancake Tuesday.
1: What is Pancake? Oh, okay.
0: It's just... I don't know. I think it's something to do with like, oh, yeah, Lent. like Lent is about to start and everything's about to get miserable. So here, have some pancakes exactly. to like brighten up your life That's the that. night before.
1: That's why we call it Fat Tuesday, fatten up because so you can't <laughs> eat it anymore for Lent. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> okay. On the subject of food, calzotada, have you had one before?
1: I have not. Okay. And, and not, there's a reason why I haven't. Tell me why. Well, the calzotada is a festival that they have here where they take onions and they roast, Cal salts. cow, sh- yeah, cow yeah, shots, a or yeah. of onion, yeah, cow shots. So it's a long, I don't know. We would call it a, a, an onion that we create to get chives off of. And it's the like a end. giant
0: spring onion to me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And so they roast them over, over a, grill. a wood fire. Yeah, know? and then they just start eating them but with the, the romesco ba- sauce. Well, mm, it's, yeah, like okay. it's like
0: the whole thing is a ritual, no?
1: I, I agree with you. Yeah, so you dip it in the sauce and you start drinking it or eating it down and then you take a wine This really interesting, looks like a flask that has a point to it and all the Catalan will lift it and then pour it into their mouth. But you have to be separate, about a foot away from your mouth whenever you're pouring it in. So, some people get messed up, they miss their mouth or some people are really good at it and they're like, are chugging this wine, you know, they look like a fountain baby drinking this wine. It's a lot of fun to watch.
0: So, it's like a frat boy food festival basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But they, but they
0: make it very cool, though. It is
1: very cool. And it smells great because they're mm-hmm. burning this wood. But onions don't agree with me like that all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why. I was like, <laughs> That's why you it? haven't had one.
0: <laughs> 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 You're not hardcore enough yeah, for the onions. Yeah, I,
1: I am not. I mean, I'll go and i have a drink. I've done that. That's not a problem. But uh, the other part with the onions, um, I'll avoid that part.
0: Mm. Okay, well, I will take one for the team. How and can I, I say I it,
1: love onions. Onions don't love me oh yeah so fair enough
0: all right well that's our little update for the end of january start of february if you're coming into the city please feel free to reach out say hi otherwise have a beautiful end to your winter months and we'll speak to you soon
1: all right ciao y'all